Welcome to the Dual Poetry Podcast. In this case, the voice in your head is a digital, polylingual poetry broadcast from the Poetry Translation Centre. We play you two or more poems in two or more languages in each episode, bringing you poetry from Asia, Africa and Latin America that has been translated into English by translators working solo or with English language poets or sometimes even a collaborative workshop. I am Bernard Farley, Communications Program Manager at the PTC, and I'm using this podcast as a way to deepen my own understanding and appreciation of the poetry in the PTC's ever-growing archive. To that end, this week we are focusing on nature poems. In this case, we are setting aside the red roses and the summer flowers and the declarations of love or the celebration of the glories of the countryside. Rather, we are looking to nature as a site for political encounter. In the shadow of the climate emergency, poems about the natural world take on a new significance. So, as we record this during the second week of the 2021 COP26 conference in Glasgow, we consider how contemporary poets are taking on and reshaping this traditional subject. On the PTC website, we have just published a blog piece by the poet and translator Leo Boy, talking about the eco-politics in the work of his fellow Argentinian poet Diana Balesi. He says, the natural world that surrounds her has always been a constant preoccupation in Balesi's work. It functions as a metaphor for feminist writing and for the political action of rebellion against violence, injustice and the destruction of the planet and its animals. The natural world is seen by the poet as a multidimensional, complex system that needs to be protected and cherished. Turkish-Kurdish poet Bejan Mator begins her poem, I Know the Unspoken, with these lines. Now, all my hope is invested in the mountain. It harbours possibility, maybe an encounter. So, on this week's podcast, our poems in Turkish, Somali and Chinese are offered in that spirit, as a call to encounter nature as a radical alternative. The vibrancy and resiliency of nature, with its cycles of regrowth and complex balancing of interwoven, diverse systems, offer an alternative to a destructive, capitalistic mode of endless growth, driving towards an unsupportable monoculture. Let's listen to the poems. For best effect, please head outdoors now. I know the unspoken. Now all my hope is invested in the mountain. It harbours possibility, maybe an encounter. Maybe childhood's delicate soul is hidden on that mountain. I don't know where your smile lies abandoned or your unfinished stare. Your half-buried body betrays what has been done. Harm befell me when I looked back. I grasped the truth, the encounter's last gift, too late. Remember harvest time, wheat as it fell to the blade, showing the world who we are. The poplars shivered that day, the air lifted with the joys of spring. I don't know what we talked about, but I know what was unspoken. It went astray in the rustling poplars, it was moving in our blood, the unspoken. But it's too late so late that I will find no one, even if I climb the mountain. No night between us, nor fire, nor waiting. There is only a mountain. 
Şimdi ben bir daha bağlayacağım umudumu. Çünkü karşılaşmadır o, ihtimaldir. O dağda çocukluğun aklı, şefkati gizlenmiş. Bilmiyorum nerede bırakıldı gülüşün ve nerede yarım kalan bakışın. Yarı gömülmüş bedenin anlatıyor bana sürmekte olanı. Çünkü geriye bakmakla ben incindim. Bana geç verilmiş bir gerçek bu. Bir karşılaşmanın vereceği son şey. Ekinleri hatırlıyorum. Kesildiklerinde biz olmayı gösteren buğdayları. Kavaklar kıpırdıyordu o gün. Bütün sevinçleri havalandıran bir bahardı. Ne konuştuk bilmiyorum. Ama biliyorum. Söylenmeyeni. Söylenmeyen... Kavakların ışırtısında kaybolup gidendi. Kanımızda kıpırdayan da söylenmeyen. Ama öyle geç, öyle geç ki artık o dağa yürüsem de yok kimse. Ne gece, ne ateş. Beklemek de yok aramızda. Bir dağ var sadece. Our land. The sky is full of spring signs. Lightning flashing everywhere, clouds heavy with rain, slow in their movements, ready to pour generously. The land inundated with rainwater, filling the pits and pools full. The flowers blossoming with so many colours, each in full bloom shaken by the breeze, the trees from top to bottom, straight as lines, their leafy branches touching one another. The birds, for their part, gathering in flocks, singing a shared tune, while frogs emerge in their own way. At both ends of the day, morning and evening, the rain steadily falling. The ripe darafu fruit, completely coloured in crimson, the midhayo fruit close by, the chino tree in full fruition, grown leaves covering its height, ready for plucking, the ostrich and antelope basking in beauty, along with the gazelle, taking their time, feeding on blossoming trees with relish, camels giving birth to calves, cows with drooping udders, sheep and goats ready to milk. All the livestock within your sight, whichever way you look, grazing near the homestead. The herding youth in their white sheets, resting in the shade, passing time with games, chatting without a care. And the she-camels, Gorad and Gobad, hearing their calves cry, feeling the weight of their milk, responding to the call. While evening is still young, the herders take positions draw the longed-for milk from the she-camels into smoke-cleansed vessels, filling them to the brim in this peaceful settlement, recounting this heaven that can be found in our land, such abundance overflowing, such purity and plenty, we must thank God. إركو غورشو هلا عجل العليو ضروره قفا عدا قرقورة يانو قدل كلا هي بتقي حريدي جيجيو كلن تهيش دانتو قدم هذا كبوحدو 
balliyadu gingimayin. Ubixi gardobo, gashayay midabko, guntimuhu sinmenoy, garaqayso laydi. Dirtuna aygun yabar, gedefka isku hayso, lamaha ganko diyo, faraqis gaadin. Shimbiruhuna gestood, hadbagish utko di, gogoyna yaanu, rahuna gaarso labaxay. O labada gorood, gabbalka iyo waagwaba, gobo leaday dibiqdi. Hoobaan gudu diyo, dafarur gu ayso, gud kuwada asaadoy, garab taal mirqaan yadu. Chinawgo gardobo, alenti goshi siyo, ay gud kukariso, gurana ya unki. Gorega iya awshiyo, girqura xugaadi, garanukta idilkeed, gaan gaambina iso, had baggeed magolki, maira aku gosteen. Gelina dalayo, geswaintu dararto, arigina gudulihay. Xooluhuna gabigood, isha aadla gado, gesaan fugayiniyo, guriga ayak daqaan. Gabankila chogiyo, kuregi go qato, intay harak gola isteen, go gare isigodi, go goste shekada. Halihi gobaadiyo, gora dayla hayen, onurgi ku goho, dararti gubayso, isu guxay ululki. Inta gora awaysina, haaneet kalala galay, dambarki ku gaxdiyo, laga gora yo iboho, gorofki la ulayiyo, gawuhi la buxo, gabi babeshu nagitahay. Galadaan tilmaame, gayigaya nataliyo, nimaada agar ode, gaysaha ka qubateen, idu wali galaan darin, rabbiyo na garansi. Empty down. Carry loneliness on your shoulder, from the navel upward void. Collapse the physiological necessity of drinking a glass of water. This the total inundation of your torso's empty chamber. You're like a pier wrapped in sounds of arrival and departure. The people on TV violating one another, while you remain just intact and a little bored. The debauchees don't stop here, retrocede under bodily impulse, fewer and fewer people in the city, gradually replaced by an expanse of water. Kongchen, Bagudu Kangzai Jiansha. Do 而你却毫发无伤 Translated from the Turkish by Janan Maragasagil with Jen Hatfield. Our Land by Aisha Lil Muhammad Yusuf. Translated by Sayyid Jamad Hussein, Muhammad Hussein Alto, and the UK poet Claire Pollard. And Empty Town by the Chinese poet Yu Yo Yo. Translated by Dave Haysom with the UK poet A.K. Blakemore. You can read Leo Boy's blog, Diana Bilesi, Ecological Subjectivity and the Poetics of Biodiversity on the PTC website, poetrytranslation.org. In fact, you can read it in English or Spanish, thanks to Leo's dual-language approach. While you're clicking about on the website, 
drop by the new workshop section and sign up for our next online workshop translating Igbo poetry with Nigerian poet Aramachi Atama. Atama is a passionate advocate of indigenous languages and received many awards for her promotion of the Igbo language. She has published books in both English and Igbo and has performed all over the world as a chant poet. This workshop will take place over two 90-minute sessions on Zoom over two consecutive Tuesdays on the 23rd and 30th of November. This format will let you spend more time with a single poetic voice. The workshops will be led by translator Joseph Icke, who is an expert in the language, and the professor Miriam Nash. By the by, the workshops use a pay-what-you-want ticketing system, so you don't even need to gamble a stamp. Just pay a fee of your liking or try us out for free. And now, let me hand deliver big, recycled, yet heartfelt thank yous to our funders and donors, like Arts Council England. This week our supporters can enjoy a low-carbon footprint lime and courgette cake. Sarah Dunkerton of the student-led sustainability cooking website metmunch.com calculates this delicious alternative to carrot cake has a carbon impact equivalent to driving 21 miles. The imaginary version we are offering has an even lower carbon footprint. To partake in each podcast's non-corporeal thank you dessert, head to poetrytranslation.org slash support us and give what you can. In this week's bonus content, I can recommend discovering Hungarian-American artist Agnes Denes, whose work includes Tree Mountain, a living time capsule, which is a forest that is legally protected from destruction for the next 400 years by the Finnish government, and Wheatfield, a confrontation, two acres of wheat planted and harvested by the artist on the Battery Park landfill in the shadow of Manhattan's financial district back in the summer of 1982. Finally, drop us a review anywhere or everywhere on the internet, or next time you're trusted with a friend's unlocked phone, add the Jewel Poetry podcast to their podcast feed as a fun surprise. That's it. You can go back inside now. It looks like rain. Catch you next time, folks.